Okay, we can put that on the docket. Okay, well, because on that docket, we can start the show. Which is a shame because yeah. it's a gacha game first. Hmm. 
I've been playing it every morning just just to like do dailies and stuff because I got the maid girl. Ooh, what's her name again? The, the, uh, Rita, the one yeah. eye. Yeah. Well she's got two eyes. I think she has two eyes. I can't remember. If, if one of ever... her eye is covered by her hair. Her hair. Yeah, but I think I think you you see it. I don't know, I don't fucking know. Either way is she cute and I got her. And so that's why I've been playing Hokai again. I don't understand though. She only one of her one of her cards has her in the maid outfit. All the others are like super boring. Why? Welcome to that dialogue. We do we're a Honkai Impact podcast now. I don't know. You started with Honkai Impact. We just setting sail. Listen, man, <laughs> yeah. The only one who's playing Honkai Impact is definitely you. Um, but you're the one who went for the event, so it's. I'm collecting ah. those goods merchandise. Come on. I'm supporting the brand as a whole, not like you. You know what? <laughs> Thank you guys, <laughs> Oh boy. Well, we have two Hong Kong Impact fans here. Yeah. One. One. Make it one. <laughs> I can't tell if I've been disowned as a fan or if I'm the only I don't know which is which. <laughs> Schroding as Hong Kong fan. <laughs> We don't, don't know who's the area, man. Don't ask. We, 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 I don't know where we have to. We are going from here now. Ah, uh, well, first of all, we have the follow-up. Uh, Ferrari watch 2K19. <laughs> Ferrari lost. Uh, Either one. <laughs> Daniel, update. I uh, so they didn't one in game for good reason. Oh. But mm, but I'm hoping Germany they could win. So yeah, I'm ready those pencils. Wait, <laughs> I thought the Ferrari only lost. <laughs> no, it's for uh they have one more race. The the uh, they have one more race. This, uh, this which is this week. Okay, then how are you guys supposed to tell you if last week is lost and then if this week win, if does it still consider as a win? Yeah, yeah, yeah the, yes. the the bet is for the next two races. They that they the would not win. Races. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I spoke okay. to my friend, by the way, Daniel. I have a friend who is a huge kaki F1. And I told him the, the situation with the bet. And he was like, yeah, your friend's going to win that bet. Like, Ferrari is shit. He was like, Mercedes is uh, really, really doing really, really well this season. So I think your friend is safe. And we remember we talking about, oh, don't worry, Vettel will bottle it. He literally bottled it last race. <laughs> he literally punted uh, someone. Oh, boy. Launchpad. Launchpad Rebel. So, yes. Uh, so, un- un- unless Vettel doesn't bottle it and Mercedes' new new color scheme is actually making it more terrible, then I guess it's an easy win in Daniel's favor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But 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 so uh, as at the time of recording it's a Friday so they are doing their well, practice session. Ferrari <laughs> has let yeah Ferrari has let both sessions so. Oh mm. oh boy I can't wait to get Kinja those those drivers man. Ah, Mercedes always sent back. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue. <laughs> Oh, it is again. Mercedes one two. Mercedes one two. <laughs> I keep, I keep on seeing that comment. If you go to the the F1 YouTube channel, people will keep on doing that sort of poem. Oh, it's okay. 
Is it another Mercedes one too? <laughs> Without missing a beat, always there's one of them each every weekend. I nearly spit out my fucking soda. At that that's great. That's so good. Uh, anyway, yeah. that we'll we'll update back next episode on that. So mm-hmm. that's the mini diadocas. Mm-hmm. The mini diadocas. Ferrari has a yet to win. Ferrari loses again. Mm-hmm. Ferrari every every time they lose again. So uh, I guess since we started on racing, what's going on? What's going on with Forza? Because I see Forza in our in our docket. Uh, I think it's the season of us playing the games that we like from last year. Uh-huh. <laughs> just like last episode, we talk about Yakuza. I just remembered Yakuza Six was uh the winner of the Game of Thrones. Uh, best game we didn't play. So uh, we've rectified uh... that. This year we need to have the games we finally played category. On a kid, this year's a. And I guess I guess this year as well we've rectified the best racing game from last year. We've actually played. I've played the full Forza Horizon Four. I huh. finally beat the bullet. And how was it? So the the thing is that caught me off guard is that the whole game is basically as a service. The game isn't about beating the game. It's about playing the game. It's Forza MMO. It's yes. kind of, but it has this loop of, no, because I've been playing also Monsanto World, so if you just want to like, just do the same thing over and over again, so basically if the loop for Monsanto World is just kill one certain monster, right? So here uh-huh. you can just pick a car and do the same race over and over again for funsies. Yeah, huh? yeah. It's based, so the whole thing is that the the weird thing is that the whole setup of the game is basically just a tutorial for the end game for the for the endless game for the game as a service part. So remember the the first tutorial thing that they show is that oh we cycle through the season in just like one go. Okay, we go from autumn, then go to winter, then spring, and then we end at summer, and then the game continues mm-hmm. on. And basically, there's not really like a like a main story mode per se, but you get a lot of different activities you that you can just do as you like. Okay, maybe you prefer uh normal racing. Okay, here's the things for you to do here. Or maybe you want to do like cross country racing where you just ignore all the rules, just smash everything. Go into the hills and stuff like that. Okay, here's your your set of events over there. And if oh, it's like, just an open world, is it? Yeah, it's not an open world. But the thing is, usually like games like uh, say Need for Speed or The Crew 2, there's a there's like a railroad of track that you have to go. Okay, so like oh, this is the main progression, the main critical path. This event, this event, this event, this event. For Forza. Anything goes. You just need to collect enough points, and you don't even really need to win. You just mm-hmm. have to finish the event, get enough of uh, what do you call it, like points or influence or something like that, just to get the 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 ball field. Okay, and then you get to move to the next season, and then you get to move to the next season, and then finally you made into the roster, the Horizon roster, which they keep on saying about oh you need to pick the cut or something like that. 
they're building up this thing where when you get into the roster, it's basically, oh, you've completed the tutorial, the world is free for you to do what you like. And huh. it's, an, it's open from there. And after you reach there, the, then the game will say, okay, like, la, yesterday, it was like winter. So after the, I think like one week or period, the season changes and now it's spring. And you have a different sort, uh, set of weekly and dailies that you can do to get hmm. some uh, some exclusive cars. Apparently, here's the kicker. Um, they have like awards for weeklies and dailies, right? And some of those awards are only there if you completed the, the tasks. So some Ooh. of the cars are not like, oh, you can just buy it anytime. Some of the cars are exclusive to that time of period. So if you miss it, well, tough luck lah. You better wait. Like, don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll come back in a few weeks or so. So apparently, I, mean, I, I, assume, I assume the seasons rotate. So I guess if a car, if the thing's only available in spring, then you wait. I guess for the spring cycle again. I guess question mark. Well, Ooh. some of the cars are cycling quite a long time. So apparently, like uh, I right now, I I just realized that I missed the, not the Supra, the BMW, <laughs> the the, mm, the, the knockoff Supra, <laughs> the BMW Z4. That's a limited time car, and also the Final Fantasy Regalia. That's oh. the thing, and apparently they also have the monster truck version, which caught me off guard when I was like racing like. Off-road trucks with Land Rovers over here and the Chevy over there, and then suddenly, this big, uh, black sedan with a, <laughs> with a set of big wheels suddenly whizzed through. It's like, oh yeah, that game. I forgot. Man, Noctis is everywhere. Noctis, oh, yeah. even, even racing games. Yeah, apparently mm-hmm. the the Square Enix guys really like Forza, which explains the collaboration. So mm-hmm. there you go, and yeah, a lot of them. Uh, I think we've talked about this before. Some of the f- more fan service events are pretty interesting. Like I just realized they there's a Halo showcase event where you basically play as Master Chief on a warthog, and it's basically yeah. like like the the ending of Halo Three. You just yeah. rushing. You're rushing through the beach. The the Halo team plays, and then pelicans, mm-hmm. uh, like flying vehicles coming in and out. The radio talking. Cortana is panicking, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of the like Covenant props or something are scattered about. Yeah. So yeah, and even even the team is playing. It's 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 good fan service, man. That was good. But what about Summer Master Chief? Can can do we get Master Chief in a bikini? Unfortunately, I don't see Master Chief as an unlockable uh, uh clothing item. But you get to play as the Stig. You get the white helmet and stuff. What's the Stig doing in Forza? Shouldn't he be in in GT? Top Gear is everywhere, I guess. They've just added that thing as well. So basically, I just realized that a lot of the you know the 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 event sections of Forza Horizon Four. It's basically a Top Gear episode, because <laughs> what they did with the Top Gear Gear content was okay. We have a car, have the street drive the car, 
and then have the current host Chris Harris narrate over you. So Ooh. like the first event is just like him waxing poetic about the Lotus Elise this and that, this and that, and that. It's basically just a Top Gear episode where you see cars driving and then he explains the tech specs and why the car is good. It works. Mm. It bloody works. And apparently there is an event uh, like bef- before the Top Gear stuff, there's already something like they've made something like that in that similar form to celebrate like British cars because it It's in UK, right? Mm-hmm. It's basically the same format. We say, hey, this is like Top Gear. So, okay, so they, now they've got the real Top Gear. It fits. Hmm. Yeah, I think Forza hmm. is okay. It's The weird thing is that I, I didn't expect the whole game is about the end game. The endless game or of doing dailies and weeklies. But it works. Totally works. You know... It would be a great a Kojima a Kojima made uh, Forza game, right? Where the whole concept, because I don't know if you've ever heard the song uh, "Ghost Riders in the Sky," where the concept is that like when a cowboy dies, like they have to spend their entire afterlife just on, just like chasing ghost cows across the sky. Same thing. You're a dead racer, and your job is to just race across the afterlife. I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Forza Horizon. DLC Afterlife Edition. Oh, you die! You get Trakun, and then you wake up in the afterlife. <laughs> Instead of a Lego Valley or a Fortune Island, you get Death Valley. Death Valley. Ooh. That's a great Fallout Boy song, by the way. Uh, highly recommend Fallout Boy Save Rock and Roll album. It's probably one of their best albums since Cork Tree. Yeah, so that's our music podcast. And, <laughs> and for, I, I, I guess we have to fall out of this topic now. <laughs> Ado, God. Uh, I guess uh, some some more recent news. Uh, you guys went to a Lenovo event without me because I was tired that night and didn't want to go. <clears throat> yes, there I am. Yeah, so uh-huh. the adventures of uh, Daniel and Yuham. What did you guys do? Did... Oh, you didn't go either. I, th- I thought you went as well. Nah, it's just these two boys. Ah, uh, okay, the, the boys. The, the, the boys gang up, coming to the <laughs> MRT under the rain, trying to stuck up, and bam, we went. Okay. Watch. <laughs> No man, it's the rain. Rhyme, tapi terjadi. Hashtag I try. So came back back to the topic of Lenovo again. Uh-huh. They announced their collaboration or whatever. Uh, their work together with Office. Just Microsoft Office, but uh, they haven't Microsoft. changed the name yet. <laughs> yes, yes. Ah, uh, Microsoft Office as per stated in the. In the, email, in the press release, yes. So what it did is whoever buys idea pad of the selected brand, selected, what do you call it? The newest, the yeah. The newest <laughs> of the idea pads, I guess. Yeah, yeah we will get... This idea pad. Yeah, so they will get a, a free lifetime license of Microsoft Office, which, by the way, a few hours before the event, had changed into Office. Just office. Ah. Uh, they changed their name. 
tapi since marketing dah buat Microsoft okay. Office so they had to proceed with whatever they have. Oh, what if you only get Microsoft Office so you can only use the outdated one? Office is is next year's model. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> nah, they go like the this year's edition so I guess that's better lah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh-huh. so uh, they launched four idea pads um, like, uh, what's it called? Uh, S340, L340, 340, 340. <laughs> the yeah, convertible one, the smaller one, the normal one. Like, I'm like, update lah, basically, to their uh, current lineup. Mm. Uh, plus, an all-in-one PC as well, the Idea Center, which looks cool. Ah, all-in-one is only looks cool. No, 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 no. Yeah. It looks, it's cheap, it's cheap. Compared to the HP that we're looking on Lazada, which costs like double of what it costs, out of, out of the same pack. I want Irham to be the influencer, the what's this? The influencer they get for the for Lenovo. So just be like the Lenovo Idea Pad GX hundred or whatever. It's cheap. Yeah, <laughs> it's cheap. Asterisk, and then at the bottom of the poster, it says compared to that that HP we saw on Lazada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like that we would uh, as they were doing the presentation. We, me, uh, me, Eham, and our Mo. friends at Pedalaki uh, Mo, we were just looking at Lazada as they were talking about the their new PC. So they're lagi murah, we. <laughs> it's so cheap. They, they are cheaper than HP. I, I can't, you know. Go on stage, just like lagi murah, we. Oh the best part, like we were sitting behind uh their VIP guests, so like we were just snickering like gula gula as we check over the price for the their other uh, only one PCs. So good mm-hmm. times. Good times. Good times. Yeah. So then we lead to a uh, dinner. So because they give us uh like they held the event at a cafe, at Pavi, oh mm-hmm. very Pavilion. fancy, yeah very mm-hmm. fancy. So uh, they had like four models they can use. Uh, you can like you know for the media to check out like you know take pictures and all. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as uh Iham was talking to one of the bosses of Ivo. I tried uh, one of their, I think their most cheapest brand, this S four three zero. S three forty. S three forty, yeah. And uh, I accidentally pressed you? like, what did I do? So mm-hmm. I accidentally pressed the Alt Tab button where you know, if you mm-hmm. press that, that it will call like the new desktop in the the test bar. And the first thing I saw on the on the screen was. Uh, Lenovo help desk. How to fix a broken uh trackpad? <laughs> <laughs> Very convincing. So, uh, so uh, Lenovo, uh, Miss Lenovo rep, if you're listening to us, uh, I'm sorry that we I did not do that. It was there when it, when I got there. <laughs> <laughs> there was yeah, so it, evidence that it was broken. Yeah. <laughs> Just before the like, so like because before the event started, we I was just you know checking out taking pictures for our article. The guys was like looking at me, but why are they looking at me? Why? As I'm just you know testing out the keypad. So okay, now I know why. 
Mm. They're they're very wary of what 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 are you doing? <laughs> I think I do. Oh, so as uh, as I was as Daniel doing that, I was talking to the man to the general manager, right? Uh, big boss. I his name. <laughs> the, the big boss. The big boss that we met the other day. Yeah, the big boss of the interval. Yeah, and then uh, I asked him, oh, when, what do you do, or when will you expect that office gonna Microsoft is gonna collaborate with another brand, right? And he said, "No, they maybe not gonna collaborate because we pay to get this office for our brands, which means they're giving us free, literal office for lifetime just buying their brand." Hmm? Hmm? It's essentially exclusive. Yeah, exclusive. Here's and the then, thing, right? Here's, uh, here's the thing. Uh, lifetime office, like, doesn't sound as revolutionary as you first think when you remember that Apple's office equivalent is free. It comes with the OS now. It's and already Google lifetime. Stuff is free. And Google <laughs> stuff is free, yeah. And Google <laughs> stuff is free. So really, if anything, Microsoft's just playing catch-up. Like, you can't just sell office anymore because... I mean, I mean the, the target audience here is not us. It's not. It's not people who are good with tech. Those people who are, can maneuver themselves in the Google. I don't think stuff. opening Google Drives is yo, good at tech. Yo, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you say that. It's like two days ago. There's a there's a there's a girl on Discord. She's literally asking, "How am I supposed to send my Google Drive file to you?" And I'm like, "What? What? There's a right right share about it, and she doesn't even know how to utilize it." We never know. If if we see that uh, uh, people averagely smart, no, that's wrong. People averagely stupid. Quote me here. I'm just just imagining this this fucking tech priest coming out like, open the Google Drive. No! No, no, no. Open the Google Drive. How to? Use the mouse. Use the mouse. You know the thing with an arrow. Hover it. Hover it. That is interesting though because we have we have Google Docs open right now, and I'm looking. The share button is fucking huge. Yeah, it's like literally <laughs> one big bar. Where? Oh, but oh. seriously, <laughs> this person doesn't see it. So uh, I imagine the tech priest can, and thou shall come down, and press the share button that's really big on the right side is mm-hmm. one is blue I mean <laughs> even the tech priest don't give up though. it's just like <laughs> fuck I mean, man just... in a sense for if you want to buy a laptop for your old generation people who are already 50 plus and then and they're, they're kind of like hard rock oh my god what am I supposed to do without an office and like you're and you're, you're, like, wait, wait, and you're trying to explain what is this how 50 year old Google. person who knows about Office but doesn't know about Google Drive? This is who doesn't oh know God. about the biggest search provider with their free stuff on inside the. Other... I don't know when they uh... they know Yahoo Mail, I guess. Yeah, I will leave that. <laughs> I, I I can believe that. I can believe that. Okay. So that way you don't have to spend a lot of time explaining to them how to navigate your way. To Google Docs on Chrome. God, one one of the things I hated most about my uni is like that everything has to be submitted via Word doc. I'm like, listen, man, I can just give you the Google Drive file. 
because it's just link it up link it up <laughs> yeah because i'll write everything in google drive then when i convert to word that's when uh everything lari the formatting lari i'm just like oh, why do we do this to ourselves at yeah. least let me send you a fucking PDF, man. So that's why you should buy the... <laughs> no. Oh my god, this is... <laughs> oh my god. What the same speech. I, I was same so... Same speech, my dude. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. So, I guess that's Lenovo then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just gone to madness by the fifth minute. Then. They, they <laughs> defeat us very good food. That's, that's why... <laughs> It's way better than before, man. Like, trust me, it's way better. I mean, I mean, last time we got kambing, man. We got mutton. <laughs> That's I mean, already, like, the toppest point, good. Uh, I mean, we've already reached peak uh, free food already. So I don't know where you guys landed with this one. So, that's mm. Lenovo. <laughs> so, uh, I played a game this week. I didn't no. expect to have played it in time for the podcast, but then I did, and so I guess I'm going to talk about it. Uh, I played Detroit. God oh damn. The, prod- the prodigal son returns, the catalyst of this whole shit show you're listening to right now. Fucking Detroit. Uh, my friend, my friends came over and they were like, because one of them uh, knows about Detroit from Tumblr, so she was like, oh, can we play Detroit? And I was like, yeah, sure, fuck, whatever. We'll, we'll fucking play Detroit. And then uh, and then after that, she, we didn't finish it in one day, and the next day she was like, can I come over to finish Detroit? And I was like, yeah, sure. Because I'm not going to play this on my own. <laughs> Daniel, you, did you finish Detroit? Uh, I have I just reached... I, I think I haven't reached the... What's it called? The Human Revolution, I guess. Ah, uh, okay. But we are, we're all familiar with Detroit spoilers, right? Yeah. I so think spoilers are okay with Detroit. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. just saying like, you guys are familiar with the spoilers. Like, I'm not going to be bringing you any revelations here. Oh, it's no, not like no, we're going to no. play it anytime nah. soon. Like, just, just give it. No, it's just... Because fuck this game, man. This is... <laughs> oh, Here's my relationship with Detroit, right? Mechanically, I love this game. Like, the flowchart is great. Like, the amount of routes of all the choose-your-own-adventure games, this seems to be the best in that you actually have, like, where your decisions seem to matter the most. Compared to, like, Life is Strange where nothing matters and any of the Telltales, any of the Telltale, nothing really matters in those. Yep. Yeah. Until Dawn where... It sort of matters, but not really. So Detroit seems it's, to be the most. At least it's the most uh, upfront with the decisions. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool because they they showed me like entire chapters that I essentially don't get to play because of how because of where my character. But God, you know you know what this game is. This game is David Cage jerking off on a sofa for eight hours. <laughs> What a what a way to describe a game. Seriously, he is so like smug. He's, I am such a clever writer. Like I I can describe the human condition. Like fuck, man. It's like Neo Automata if Neo Automata was shit. <laughs> but shit. <laughs> Seriously, you know you know how at the end of the game, like the Chloe that you're given at the start of the game suddenly 
you get to choose where to let her go or not. Yeah. So for one, I completely forgot about that detail. So when it happened at the end of the game, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot this was a thing. Secondly, it's so ham-fisted. Like, it is the most unsubtle thing ever. It's like, it has all the subtlety of a thermonuclear bomb. Mm. Which is being worshipped by a cult and being placed at the middle of a town. <laughs> That's <laughs> It's literally, you finish the game and she's like, I was watching you play and I feel like I have feelings. Oh. Will you let me go? Because I am alive. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. I'm just like, I don't give a Fuck, Chloe, just do whatever you want. <laughs> okay, here's my main problem with Detroit, right? Aside from the David Cage jerking off on the sofa thing. Like, here's the problem with the writing in Detroit. I started off feeling sympathetic for the androids, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like I got the message the game wanted to give me at the start of the game and then stopped believing it at the end of the game. <laughs> because because the idea they're trying I think they're trying to do the Neo Automata thing where they say this isn't a program error this is just what being alive is like anything that you make intelligent will eventually like feel empathy like that's I think that's the argument this fucking French bastard's trying to make I thought okay yeah I understand that's why there's no pattern to why to who's going deviant and stuff until fucking robot Jesus comes down and starts like <laughs> touching robots to make them turn <laughs> the best superpower. <laughs> ah! He's like he's touching them and they immediately turn deviant when he touches them. Okay, I don't think that's sentience anymore. That's a virus. Like Marcus <laughs> has a virus that he is that he can pass on to other androids that makes them think they're sentient. Like that's the only explanation. If touching each other can cause can cause you to become deviant, because these are new androids, fucking Maybe new they're... androids just produced. Just suddenly the chef. No homo spray. I'm no just homo like, spray. I'm just but like, goddamn, mm-hmm. this is like okay, this is a virus. This is absolutely one hundred percent like. I don't I don't trust any of you androids anymore. Like you're all it's all a virus. Gradually. <laughs> and then just God damn the self-righteousness. He's like, he touches his like, you are free now. It's like, no, he's not. <laughs> you're still gonna get shot, now. you dumb idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and the like the oh this game's not political, but I'm gonna get in the back of the bus because that's where androids are. <laughs> it's just the writing is so bad in this game it's so like it's so incredibly unsubtle you know what it feels like it feels like that one white dude who has never met a black person in their life has never met anyone who isn't white all their life going up Seeing a black person for the first time, having only read about their struggles online, and going, I feel so so bad for you. 
That's not nice. <laughs> I know I mean, people like that. I mean, this is not his first rodeo. It's not his first rodeo. He's I, done yeah, this, this a lot like... of times before. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I haven't played Heavy Rain and and Ellen Page Two Souls, so uh. Oh yeah. no! The the whole bit about Quantic Dream is their premise is so good, but everything shambles just before your eyes. Oh yeah, everything you know what the sounds most... good. Like it, you know... like uh uh Fahrenheit. Indigo Prophecy, the whole idea yeah. about you play as the murderer and the detective all in the same time. And then suddenly it becomes the story about viruses, the internet, uh, getting uh, getting conscious, and you have Kung Fu moves. For no good yeah. apparent reason. You're... What? To be fair, that sounds like a better Shenmue than Shenmue. Oh, of course. <laughs> Shenmue. Let's, let's, let's not talk about Shenmue. Yeah, we we won't talk about we won't talk about Shenmue, but yeah. So, oh god, you know what the mo- one of the most tone deaf moments in the game was. So you're playing as Kara, you get to this right. lady's house. This lady whose job is to smuggle androids over the border ah. to Canada. Ah, right? yeah, yeah. And you know, she's she's a black lady, single mom. And then, uh, Kara is the most generic white lady that you will ever see. Like, my Hopefully, friend kept commenting yeah. on how she looks like Jennifer Lawrence. I said, yeah, because she's standard white lady template number 34. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, there's, you know, Kara's just like, why are you helping us? And she goes, I know what it's like being oppressed. So you, oh. white lady, have it so hard. I'm just like, oh, God. Oh god. <laughs> this game. Why? <laughs> like this is so incredibly tone deaf. Like oh man, what is what is going on with this? Look, I would pay good money to see a quantic dream game without any input from David Cage. Yeah, I would too. I would put good <laughs> money. Greens. <laughs> I would pay for the ultimate edition and do an unboxing just to see a complete game sans David Cage. Cage 30,000 USD stretch goal, no David Cage. Put him in the cage and lock him up. Cage in the cage, stretch goal. No, seriously, because quantity makes good games. In the in terms of technicalities, because they it looks it keeps on getting gorgeous, man. Oh, that's that's another complaint I have about Detroit. Detroit came out last year, right? Yeah. It has not aged well. <laughs> because people are always telling me like, "Oh man, you know Detroit looks so good." I'm like, Hank looks like shit, and not even in the the shit that he's supposed to look like. His hair is weirdly low poly. And his like, it feels like his skin is missing his specular map. And the part where we're like going through his house, like a lot of his stuff just feels weirdly low poly. And uh, during the snow, there's a there's a part in the snow where my PS4 started chugging. Like there there was there was some freezing. There was some uh, 
Yeah, I'm just like this is the console your game was made for. It's a for it's like why? Why is this a why? thing? Well, good reason to buy the PC version then. Yeah, I guess. Mm. Or you could just not buy it and play a good game instead. Um, or the demo, if you'll go oh, on there. Uh, I think heavy. Oh, I've, the demo. I've got heavy rain and beyond two souls demo, up and running, and it looks okay. It looks. I have to say, the, the demo for Detroit is actually pretty fun. Like as as a micro macrocosm of all the all the shit you do in the game, the Detroit demo is pretty good. It's pretty uh, like the, the, faithful to the demo that brought us together. <laughs> yeah. Also on the so Hank looks like shit, right? I, I said Hank looks shit. North on the other hand looks amazing. Like, oh this is yeah, clearly. A, I I think there's some sexism going on here, where some guy thought it like staring at an old man's face for too long would make him gay, so he didn't put all the work into Hank. But then pretty. Pretty anarchist lady. Ooh, I'll spend 10 hours working on that. Oh, you mean David Cage doesn't want to see yeah. Ugly Hank for too long. That, there was a Tumblr post about it, because when you go to the strip club, the sorry, the sex club, not a strip club, <laughs> it's the, uh, like, all the dude androids are just kind of uncomfortably standing around. Like, they look so, like, uncomfortable. Whereas the girls are just, like, they have no problems with dancing. Um, yeah, a man made this. A man <laughs> totally made this. A man was like, Ooh, I'm uncomfortable with, with dudes dancing. I'm afraid I might want to suck dick if I look at it. So... I mean, David Cage is uncomfortable with it. Oh, I am... I Listen. In a non-libelous way. <laughs> I'm just saying, the universe has many, like... If the universe has infinite possibilities, and in one of those universes, David Cage was the one who said no to two sexy strippers. Have them stand uncomfortably while Hank and Connor walk around. <laughs> yeah. Connor was fine, by the way. He he was fine. I he hard carries the game like just yeah. Like, he looks good. But uh, my my tiredness of Connor really got to me because, as you know, I spend a lot of time on Tumblr. And if you only learn about Detroit through Tumblr, you'd think it was only about Connor. <laughs> Maybe you know about Marcus because there's a, there's a subset of Tumblr that, sh- that ships Marcus and Simon. Maybe. But other than that, uh, yeah, you'd have, like, Kara who? Who's <laughs> Even though Carl's the one that that made yeah. Elva Detroit into a, a real game, goddamn. Yeah. Also, I got the gun early in the game, and unlike Until Dawn, they let you use it several times. Yeah, same. <laughs> so good job. That's because that's what pissed me off about Until Dawn. You get a gun and you're like, we should leave it here. But no, you <laughs> fucking idiot. Take it with you. <sighs> yeah. Also, Marcus's face. I don't know what's wrong with Marcus's face. He looks like he's smelling a fart at all times. <laughs> and there's the bit where you take over the TV tower where he goes, uh, they go, Marcus, your face. And I'm just like, yeah, it looks like it's smelling a fart, dude. <laughs> but if you if you want a good story about like 
empathy and robots. Play Nier Automata. It's great. Your choices matter in that game. <laughs> it even has decisions. That's right. It has decisions. And it has hot Android boys. Mm. I'm just saying. Nier, Nier Automata, man. It's a good game. Did you, did you just stutter when, when you say hot boys? Because <laughs> I swear. I, swear. <laughs> I, might, I might have. I'm very tired. I was, I was saying this before the podcast. I, I met up with high school friends today. So I've been talking about video games for the past seven hours. And now I'm back here talking video games for the next two hours. So, I mean, that's your job. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's what I said before the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, I guess, that thus ends Detroit Talk now that I finally played it. God. Until God someone damn. else play again, and then we open this can of worms. Yeah, next next week, Anand comes back. I played Detroit. I need to talk about it. Mm. I went, I went missing for a week, and I played Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's not here. Oh, oh, when, oh, before we close Detroit corner, the whole concentration camp scene. Oh my God! Please. Oh my God. Ah! <laughs> ah! I'm like, I get it. I get it, game. You're very edgy. You're very okay. smart. Again, <laughs> subtlety. Game. This game has no subtlety at all. Again, big money. David Cage. Put him in the cage. I'll pay. All expenses trip. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, wait, wait. Well, oh yeah, the one, the one final thing. Sorry, before we go, ah! the big, the big twist about Alice is so hilariously shit. So for those of you who don't know, the big twist is that the little girl Kara's taking care of is an android. First of all, yes. she eats. How? I would like to know. <laughs> no, I, I think they, they made the, uh, they've. Cho- They've shown that she doesn't really eat. She wants to eat, but doesn't. She's not uh, eating. I haven't eaten on camera. But still, I don't like the plot. No, and then suddenly, like, they're like, Kara, does that bother you that she is an android? You're an android, you dumb idiot. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, this should make you happier. <laughs> this is the most, like, forced drama. They're like, Kara doesn't have enough drama in her life. We need to add some tension. I'm just like, the fuck? God damn. So unsubtle. Uh, North best girl. I was playing with my friend, so she was the one, like, stopping me from making radical decisions. So she she was like, no, we can't be violent. We need to get public opinion up. And I'm just like, all cops are bastards. I shot a dude at the TV station. She was so mad. My friend, not North. North loved it. <laughs> you have a gun. Utilize it. Yeah. I was like, listen, I don't I don't care. I don't I don't want the alarm to go off. But yeah, so that's that's Detroit. Now we are done. We we have become human. Just plain your <laughs> automata, guys. Next on the docket. Alright, uh, so that was an experience. <laughs> that was an experience, yeah. 
I'm glad I got the chance to because it was free on PS Plus. I think it's still free on PS Plus now, right? Yeah, it's still, it's still no. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, just, I have no sense of time right now. You can't mm, tell me to expect. Like, okay, uh, I, I'm taking offense with the next point of the docket here. Which one? Uh-huh. I, I feel offended. Why? Uh, Daniel, mm. explain yourself. Which one? Is it the the experience one or the we happy few one? The we happy few one. Wait, what's oh, we yeah. happy few doing on the docket? I, I need yeah, you to explain yourself. Sleep. Okay, so... I intentionally sleep on it. <laughs> so yeah, I, you just... Because I think this just... game is not good. <laughs> so Daniel, you need to explain. It, isn't it not good? I mean, it is I really mean... not good. So, uh, okay, since this is actually a two-pilot because... Uh, last this weekend, uh, at the time recording, I went to Penang for a trip with my friends. So, and one of the itinerary that I put there is that we visit this one uh game uh game shop that has uh old and quite rare games like you know we happy few. <laughs> so, I've played it. I think now the ten hours ish into the game, and it's actually quite Jesus fun. Jesus Christ! What's wrong with you? <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I I need you to explain why do you like this game first? Because I think right. me and one we have our own like perspective on this. So I need you okay, to explain so... yourself. I need to understand right. at least before I can I can put you in the dumpster. <laughs> wow! Again, the second year in a row, can I put in the dumpster? <laughs> All right, you, so you better redeem yourself. No, no it's not I redeemable. Will. I just want to listen. <laughs> Yeah, la. this is before can kick out. So, um, basically, the game is set in like nineties, fifties, London, London, basically, you know, mm-hmm. and blah blah blah, etc. Drugs and all. But the story, the story itself, if you like peel back the, uh, the aesthetic, it's quite interesting because it is in a World War Two where you keep the Britain lost, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If he gets my drift, because they lost the world war, and Germany has you know like half taken over some of, of the part of the UK. Wait, did you play We been... Happy Few or Wolfenstein? Because this sounds like Wolfenstein. No, it's not Wolfenstein. It's <laughs> We Happy Few. I kid you not. So they had to take you know the, the drugs lah, the this joy etc. to you know make the pain feel go away. And mm-hmm. like I think, I think, well upon. Because they have updated the game since they launched. Now they it's they have easy mode to make the game, you know, more story focused mm-hmm. instead of you have to, you know, scavenge for survival kits and all. And I think the story helps make the game not bad. Because it's oh. quite interesting. Yeah. Because the storyline, because the the cast can it is the cast are the I mean the cast are, the group that's making this game is formerly from Bioshock. So they know what they're doing as part of you know like the aesthetic and the uh, mm-hmm. uh storytell background storytelling. So it's interesting lah, uh, from my point of view that they you know they just uh, slowly reveal, oh you the UK lost this is why. Also mm-hmm. like oh, they what the Germans uh datang attack, but they actually use uh fake tanks instead of real tanks. So it's. It's just like little details that make the game, you know, better, at least, in my okay, point of view. So I like the... the background info for the game. Yeah, the background info was like... Hell- 
the idea is that everyone's taking this happy drug to to forget the war. Yeah, that's that's why that's why if you have to you have to play the game because if you like you know, if you check the nooks and crannies and you see oh they lost the war oh this is actually a many oh this is manufactured by the UK to make sure they don't ever remember the loss etc. Okay, so they've updated the game a lot, right? Yes. Uh, there's no more survival mechanics anymore, so... Okay, that's Ooh, the one I shot. want to hear. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. okay. Alright. Okay, set You guys are waiting on that only, right? Isn't it? Mm. That's the thing, because yeah. the whole bit about We Happy Few is that the first thing when... No, before even before the E3 thing they showed, they showed right? The whole bit about mm-hmm. the game is it's a survival game and a lot of social system stuff like that. And at the, at that time, it was like every game is a survival game by the at the time. So yeah. the only thing that makes it stand out is the setting and premise. But then mm-hmm. they showed the E3 trailer and it makes uh, it makes the game looks like oh this is gonna be a, the next Bioshock or something. And then people got disappointed very hard because that was not the game they are selling. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because the yeah, bit I... is the the survival elements really bogged down. I think that's a very bad way of doing stuff. Uh, even on... if it's not, even if it's not designed to be fun, I think mm-hmm. it's still dreadful in the bad way, which yeah. Yeah, it's you busy don't work. want to. Yeah. I have a question though. Since since you mentioned that that we've been bogged down by survival games, do you think the original Bioshock? would be as beloved if it came out now. Like, imagine an alternate timeline where there was no Bioshock, and then we bring it forward now. Like, it has... It has graphics that can keep up with it. Uh With with it now. depends on what games that become the next Bioshock. Ah, That becomes the Bioshock that we know that replaces the Bioshock yang datang ni. Uh, no, no replacement. Oh yeah, go. Okay, my argument is that uh, immersive immersive sims in general are not that popular these days. Let's say mm-hmm. if Bioshock appears like right after Pre, twenty seventeen, mm-hmm. people just say, "Oh, that's another Pre. Who cares? Mm-hmm. That's another Dishonored. Okay, fine. That's good enough. People don't. People say it's good, but people don't play it. Oh, it's another day sex, but I, I think with with in with Bioshock in particular, Bioshock like Bioshock was way more popular than has any other immersive sim. I feel because it got Game of the Year, like you know, it's now the benchmark with like it's like Bioshock. You know, mm. all your game has to do is have one aesthetic thing. It's like it's Bioshock. However, I feel like if Bioshock came out now, people would hate it because I played Bioshock One like. After Infinite came out, because uh, the first print of the game came with a came with a free copy of Bioshock One on the PS3. Yep. Good God, the survival mechanics in Bioshock are bad. Mm. Yeah, totally. You like you collecting would. rubber hoses? <laughs> it was a I game never... of its time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why I like. No, but so now with survival crafting fatigue, like you know, rampant on the game industry, I feel like. The goodness of Bioshock would be a footnote, not a, yeah. not like not its defining feature. Where everyone's like, 
Bioshock such a great story, which it is. It's a really great story. But I feel like the the bogginess of its crafting mechanic would would like take center stage if it came out now. Uh, Do you remember special ammo? Because I don't. Because I didn't fucking want to craft it. <laughs> it's why that I think it's a good, it's an interesting uh, direction that some of the immersive sims right now are going toward roguelikes, which I think I really believe is the makes perfect sense now. I've tried Void Busters. We've talked about it last episodes. It's basically yep. Bioshock style crafting and collecting stuff, but in a more not dilute more mechanically structured rather than story-wise. Mm. So, it's the even, at least the gameplay feels tighter even though you still have to be uh, a lot of it is still about uh, getting the materials here and there, right? Managing your, mm-hmm. your inventory stuff like that. But by, by, by concentrating it as a roguelike as something that you can do like in a gameplay loop a simple gameplay loop I think it's much more better as a result and mm. I think this is the direction right now even like Deathloop Arkane's next game it's probably a roguelike with immersive sim elements so oh yeah the moment see... they mention the word loop I'm just like roguelike <laughs> I think this is the next direction for immersive sims they'll have to mix it up with roguelikes rather than pure survival mechanics mm. I, I don't know if we need survival but like I do like like how the first level of Bioshock, the first part, is is honestly some of the best the best like visual presentation in gaming. I'm just like we need more of that. Like even Bioshock Infinite was really, really good the start of the game. Yeah, Bioshock still lives on aesthetically wise. Story yeah, premise wise. Give me more aesthetic games. I will I will gladly play them. <laughs> so yeah, that's we happy few. Well, so we, so have we you. Can give it a try at the phone. Just a hard pass again. Not right now. Hmm? Not right Not now. Right I mean, because uh, that's another problem which I have with FMP because since Gearbox handled it, you cannot buy it here in Malaysia. Oh <laughs> yeah. That's why I had to take a trip to Penang just to buy this game. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I think speaking it's on PC. of. Speaking of Gearbox, I had this weird thing because they put out a new trailer for Borderlands 3 the other day. Is and it a I can't remember. I just, they're, all, they're all just men. And I had this weird thing. It's been a while since I played Borderlands 2, right? Last time I played it was in 2014, probably. And I saw a loot box open and I got sick. Like, I felt <laughs> sick. Oh, no. I was just like, I know this isn't like the games where you buy loot boxes and stuff, but I'm just like, I'm so tired of loot boxes, guys. You know, you know that feeling when you've you've eaten too much and then they offer you another slice and you can't. It's you don't want to be you don't want to be rude, so you all, you accept it and you put it in your mouth and your entire throat just closes like, no, please, no more. <laughs> and you start tearing up because you're now choking on the thing. Because you don't want. Because if you spit it back out, you're gonna throw up. That's that's how I felt, man. I was just like, I I can't. No, no more loot boxes, please. <laughs> the beams of light and everything. I was just like, no, no, no more. <laughs> no more. And then I remember Randy Pitchford's an asshole, and I'm just like, Ugh, oh, I don't no care. Oh, my Borderlands tree. 
Yeah, yeah man. Another. Okay, okay. I will pay good money to see Reddit Pitchford. Be Austin the kid with David Kidd. Kid match. Send them. Send them to the cage match. Your box. Your box. You know what? Pitchford versus Cage. Man of the match. Match of the century. Hell in the sun or whatever. Pay-per-view. <laughs> People pay good money to watch your your two of your CEOs puff it up. Again, mm-hmm. good money to separate these comebacks from these good companies that make some good games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, you heard about the you heard about that mission in the Borderlands Two DLC, the one about Claptrap begging for his job back. I know. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah. I would pay money. Good money, mulas. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, that, oh, I guess I guess I have to talk about Blood Bowl, huh? Because we don't know if we can get the review up because I'm currently suffering some back-end issues on the site. Hopefully, by the time this goes up, I'd have fixed these issues. Fingers crossed. Uh, so, I got to play Blood Bowl Death Zone. Ooh. I, I thought this was... Because we briefly mentioned Blood Bowl 3 was announced a few episodes ago. Yeah, you did. So, I thought this was it. It was not. <laughs> Uh, basically, just the game is just like we're like we want to be Blood Bowl, but we want we don't want games to take an hour, so they're five minute games, and it's not turn based anymore. It's action. Uh, oh. It turns out if you take turn based out of Blood Bowl, you get a mediocre sports game. <laughs> oh, oh, this is becomes Madden. <laughs> Wait, you play Madden? <laughs> That's exactly wow. my thought. I was like, am I playing Madden? Like a shit Madden? <laughs> it's like it's kind of like RTS controls where you click on dudes and you right click to tell them where to go. Okay, uh, not Madden. <laughs> and then like, you've only got like five dudes on the team. Uh, all the shit I love about Blood Bowl, gone. You can't name, you can't customize teams, you can't name them. Uh, Skills, they don't explain how skills work. There's a hot bar where you can cast. It feels like StarCraft 2 Arcade. That's what it feels like. It feels like a, something someone made in the StarCraft 2 Arcade. And if it was on the StarCraft 2 Arcade, I'd be like, holy shit, this is genius. I love it. But the fact that this is a game that you pay money for and that has the word Blood Bowl on it, I'm just like, how dare you? I hate this. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good at all. Uh, on the plus side, though, lizard men are still the best team because each race has like two teams: one like agile team and one aggressive team. The lizard men have this unit called the skink. It moves really fast, so all you have to do is make sure your your skink has the ball and just run them to the end zone. Nothing can catch you. They move faster than everything on the wow. board. There's no rat man though. There's no Skaven in Blood Bowl. In Blood Bowl Death Zone. I hate it. This is a little known fact. Hmm? Wow. 
tak. If I close my eyes and when you talk like that, I imagine you playing Madden instead of Bloodborne. Really. Can can. <laughs> they they say like, oh man, it still got the violence of Bloodborne. It does not. Like you can knock someone. You have to fight other people. You have to literally like right click attack other players, and then they'll they'll go down. And when they go down, after a while they'll get back up. You can try to foul them, but nothing happens. Like it's not like Blood Bowl. I bought Blood Bowl Two for the PS4. Got home, put the CD in my PS4 to play a game with my friend. Right, game starts. Random event: a fan threw a rock into the pitch. It hit one of your players. Your player has died. What? <laughs> <laughs> you you literally one man down. Yeah, I I started the game and someone died. With. Uh, I imagine that happening at FIFA again when you just start the ultimate team and then they say, "Oh, Messi has died." Good luck. <laughs> it just it has none of the polish of Blood Bowl, like none of the flavor and polish. I'm just like, why? Why does this game exist? This is from I the same developers that did the same job. Uses the same assets as well. It feels like a shitty mobile port of Blood Bowl. Hmm. It's just why, and I tried. Like I, I, at first I thought maybe it's like a gateway drug to Blood Bowl, but it's so different from regular Blood Bowl. I can't recommend it as a gateway drug. It's literally just like I have a crippling addiction to Blood Bowl, and I have a flight in like half an hour to to catch, so I can't play actual Blood Bowl. So I'm just gonna use this as my nicotine patch. That's the only use of this game. Hey, I can't I... even fucking name shit. That's half the fun well, of Blood Bowl. Uh, hmm? What what console are you playing this? Play uh, Death Zone. I'm playing on PC. <laughs> Why there's problems with the PC? Uh, 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 Should I play on the Switch or something? Was it? Is it on the Switch? I, I don't, don't think, it. think so. Nah, it's just so. it's just yeah. on Steam on PC. Also, the the run animation. So you know what I did in Blood Bowl Two? I had a Skaven team. Skaven are Ratman, and the one the team emblems is looks suspiciously like a Chris. So I created Erno, U R N O, United Rats National. Oh my god! <laughs> For the sake of avoiding a libel suit, I will not tell you what the rats were named. <laughs> I can just leave it to the viewer's imagination. <laughs> if you're brave enough, uh. If you found my Facebook and are brave enough to scour through my videos, you may find one. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's Blood Bowl Death Zone. That's all the time I'm giving to this game. Hopefully, I'll have the full review up. But just so you know, didn't like it. I hope Blood Bowl 3 does come out. And uh, I guess we go to the news. Yeah, I guess we're going to the news. It's a short. It's a shorter episode today, I think. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, we, we are one man down. Plus we have one. <laughs> and he's yeah, he's still here. He's basically yeah. down right now. Okay. You need to finish some holo lah. Next time. We need. Yeah. We have. We have to touch his arm and then uh then go. You are free now, and then he'll come back up. 
<laughs> my, my nose was running, so to prevent any more snort into the recording, so I have to mute myself. And just now it's like full blow mm-hmm. on the toilet. Wow. Ooh. I would pay yes. good, but no, I wouldn't pay good money. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I would pay good money to never have to have the conversation again. <laughs> <laughs> so, reset the clock. We're still talking about Stadia. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> no what? What's going on with Stadia, boys? Uh, it's super expensive. I mean, we knew that. Uh, <laughs> what exactly the news is? Yeah, I assume this has something to do with the fact that someone asked if you own your games when you buy them on Stadia, and they essentially went, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's basically it. There's already <laughs> yeah, QA uh, on Stadia. Yeah, so there was already QA, so someone, one of the users asked, so, do we queue our games forever? I thought, would there be like a subscription based thing? And, like, I think their uh, technical director they said, oh, We don't know, but you can still play the games as long as our service is still on. So, there's that. The best part about it is that oh, yeah. you, you can download your metadata. Catch you up on the news on why this is a big deal. Remember, despite the fact that Stadia is marketing itself as Netflix for games, you still have to buy each game individually yeah. at full price. I, I don't think they market it like that, but if they do, they are... The, the I, first few articles when Stadia was announced marketed it as that. Ah, okay. But I don't think... The, the thing is, is that they are taking out... I've had this conversation with Daniel, like... They are taking mm-hmm. out the one barrier that I don't think that's the barrier of gaming right now. They are taking away the console. They're thinking that's the main barrier right now. I don't think so. I think the main <laughs> barrier right now is that people don't have, have enough money to buy games. A lot of games. So, yeah. The, Listen, the, we, the we got rid that, of the console barrier when we, when we got mobile. And the solution to that is not getting rid of the console. But getting a subscription. Okay, comp- let's just say people in Malaysia, right? People in Malaysia, they can afford buying a one-time console. But they could not afford buying games. Hence, piracy was rampant during the past few generations. So what's, yeah, the, ans- what, what's the good answer to have all of the games without paying that much money? Subscription! Yes, Xbox uh, Plus! Dude, uh, Xbox I have like a hundred plus games in my library all from PlayStation Plus. Even PS Plus is not even the best, uh, the best uh, solution to that, and even that is good enough already. Yeah, people, like... people here subscribe to PS Plus not for the online, but they want the free games, and then that's why people complain when the free games are shit. <laughs> even though that's not the, the 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 main selling point of PS Plus, but that's how we no, use man, it. It's extra discounts during sales. Speaking of which, there's a sale going on right now. I need to go check that tomorrow. Uh but yeah, yeah, dude, Play- PlayStation Plus, uh, my brother and I call it my Vault of Babylon because there's so many games in there now that even I don't know what's in there. Yeah, now imagine a rotating Vault of Babylon with more than 100 games access monthly. 
Mm-hmm. Still waiting mm-hmm. for the P- the PlayStation equivalent to the Xbox Game Pass because G- Xbox Game Pass is a good deal. Like literally. What's, what's Xbox Game Pass? I have not heard of it. That's Netflix for video games. That's the Netflix for games. Ah, that's, that's the ah. Netflix for video oh, games. Oh, then wasn't that what PlayStation Now was? Yeah. Oh, that's a stupid yeah. service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. That's the the solution. The solution is subscription, but also streaming, which is a no bueno for us. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, man, yeah. Bethesda made that streaming codec. We'll, we'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, we'll be fine eventually, but I don't think we'll be fine right now. Bethesda we'll... will be fine when they license that shit out for gold. <laughs> <laughs> Easy money. So, Stadia is still um, something that we'll just put in the periphery. Do, you, know, you know what I... You know what pisses me off about Stadia the most is the fact that once again, ev- uh, the recurring segment of everyone feels the need to tell me their hot takes on gaming because they know I am a gaming person with gaming opinions. <laughs> so people come to me and be like, Stadia is the best, man. It's going to be so cool. It's going to revel. I'm like, dude, Stadia is one of the worst deals ever. Like, no. Like, please hold off on it. Maybe, like, in a year? Maybe. But just do not be an early adopter for Stadia. Nah, I doubt it's going to be a year, maybe five, at least four okay, to okay. be stabilized. Okay, four. No, no, no. It, and that's assuming, that's assuming we're getting the service. Again, mm-hmm. it's only in Europe. Four years after countries. it's available in Malaysia. Ah! That's when. <laughs> so the timer hasn't started yet. Not yeah, even by a bit. Not even by a bit. Because I'm just like, yo. Like, all it takes is one licensing issue and your game is gone. That Your game that you paid full price for will be gone. And, <laughs> oh, cool. We can keep the metadata, but I still have to buy the game. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing. You get to keep the metadata. <laughs> Why? Cool, like, Why? So like, what are you going to do with the game saves when the game yeah. is not available anyway? Oh, wait, that, that's another important question. Like, so I guess the metadata will only work on the PC. Uh, no, it will work everywhere. But the thing is, when the game's gone, where do you have? Yeah, where the, yeah, are you going to the... use it? How? That's that's what they're saying, right? They're saying that oh, you can still play it on like through another client. But yeah, but my point is like I bought this game, now it's gone. I only have its metadata, and then uh, I now I need a PC to use the me- metadata because I sure as hell can't play it on my phone. Sure as hell can't play it on. Like I need, I can't play it on my TV either. I have to go to my PC, download the metadata, then rebuy Hyperlight Drifter and can pick up my save. Hmm. You can oh, yeah, see man. that. Uh, but yeah, it's still shitty all around. God, it's I hate the fact that they said like, oh the reason you're still paying full price is because you get the convenience of playing it anywhere, really? Really? That's you think that's a thing? You think I'm gonna have access to super internet everywhere? <laughs> Fuck off, Stadia. And the answer to where 
to the internet connection is that ah don't worry with the ISPs will catch up. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> the ISPs will see. They'll they'll want to give you newsflash. Corporations don't want to give you shit. Capitalism isn't about giving the best service. It's about giving the minimum service for maximum price. It's funny that they mentioned this in the US too. This is like constant the ISPs in the US are not competing with each other at all. They literally they literally just like agreed to never cross over in their territory so they never have to give a good service. And Google Fiber is isn't hasn't it died already? Like hasn't the project died? It's not no. it's like it's not expanding anymore. More like it's still around there. Yeah. But go, like mm. like many of Google's greatest products, it will get oh, discontinued. Mm. It's like the Dragon Slayer doesn't really slay dragon. He wasn't killed by a dragon. He's alive, he's, you know, he's dragging his feet on the next dragon. Like yeah, so fuck off, Google. I get you have to say that for marketing purposes, but also, God, this was a bad idea. I still don't see any way, in any shape or form where Stadia will be a resounding success. With that, no. let's move on to the quick news. So, do you like raids? No. Do you guys like raids? <laughs> <laughs> Especially no, man, raids, raids are Raids are the best. <laughs> Especially if you do them in real life at KFC. Oh, oh no. That kind of raid. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> Just a bit. No, that's even worse. So, that, that, I, I, in, K- I... KFC in KFC in China is having a crossover promotion with uh with Final Fantasy fourteen, where you get a code for a fat black chocobo. Ooh. If you can, if you can eat a family of four meal on your own. <laughs> That's Maybe. easy. That's easy. Hold on, hold easy. on. Let me, let me what, read do, you. Do, you. do you have the contents of that set? Because I, oh I will boy. pull it up right now. Because whole oh like boy, five pieces of chicken, two uh kernel burgers, uh, If I'm not wrong, it's and then mm-hmm. two cokes and and one ice two ice seventies. Kalau ada coleslaw, I'll probably give up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there. The possibility is there. You raise your wife play on coleslaw. He KFC coleslaw is at least the the better of the menu. Man. Yeah, I one double chicken burger. Coleslaw I have with potato, and it's worth it. Okay, hold on. I have the meal for you. The meal consists of one double chicken burger, one vegan mushroom burger. One five-piece order of chicken nuggets, two original recipe pieces of chicken, two-piece order of New Orleans chicken wings, one old Beijing spicy duck roll, two large Pepsis, two peach oolong teas. God damn it! Four drinks. Just, just eight stuff. Drinks. Hmm. Just eight stuff. Yeah, you have to eat in one sitting. If you leave to go to the bath, they will swap it out. Oh. <laughs> what? Then, then you have they to prepare a bucket. <laughs> no puking, man. No puking. 
Look, I saw four drinks, and I think that's it. That's that's the limit there. I mean, <laughs> four cups isn't that much, but have Dude, you? Dude, f- first of all, fast food Pepsi is not regular Pepsi. Fast food Pepsi is vile and evil. <laughs> I have made it my resolution uh... to never have found Pepsi. I, I and they're large. They they are large, so they. Oh, this and... one is the large bottle. Yeah, it's oh. two large Pepsi's. Yikes! Yeah. Uh, yikes! One point five liter. Let's go, chug, chug, I think, chug. I think forget about the chicken. The the drinks is the main enemy here. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the drinks. Yeah. I... So that's that's your KFC raid. Uh, the internet like was making a bunch of MMO jokes about it. My favorite one, their diagram for for this raid. <laughs> no. uh, so next next on the list, uh, WRC is also part management sim now. That'll <laughs> uh, be interesting to play. How did how did that happen? Cause uh, like earlier this week, they they released a new video showcasing their upper uh, part management punya uh, elements. Where you, well, yeah, yeah, we have to manage a team, you know, for higher staff, uh, and level up them. You know, this is a racing game, by the way. <laughs> you know what I'm imagining? I'm imagining the management games come with now. You get little chibi Vettel and you. <laughs> <laughs> you have to work him at the cafe. Mm, I wouldn't mind playing that. Come oh, on, come on, I... Japanese developers, contact F one. <laughs> wait, hey, we do, we did get uh, F one GB, uh, GB F one drivers. May I introduce you to the F one All Stars Racing? Oh no, we don't talk about that game. <laughs> we don't talk about that game ever. We got GB Lewis yeah, Hamilton sure. though. <laughs> I'll I'll show to one later eh? after this after this show. Tapi yeah, we we will never talk about that. I don't know. Chibi Alonso. Chibi Ferrari Alonso. Ah, I have to say though, uh, on the topic of Chibi F1 drivers, I remember many many years there was a Lego Ferrari F1 set <laughs> that came with a little little Lego. Hello. Yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at it, and because I don't remember athletes' faces very well, right? Like I have very poor facial like recognition for anything. I remember looking at a minifigure and going, "Holy shit! How did you get Barrichello? It's it looks so much like Barrichello." And it, this was back before like they printed faces on on Lego. Like it's literally just a bunch of lines, and yet they somehow captured the essence of Rubens Barrichello. <laughs> Like this is exactly what Barrichello is. <laughs> oh yeah, they should do that. Uh, they should do Lego, Lego F one. Come on, come on, uh, uh, travel still then, sekarang. Yeah. Do it. Oh my god, a Lego game, but it's F one. Lego Races Three F one twenty nineteen twenty twenty. Oh, mm. I would, I would buy that. No joke. I would pay good money to see Lego Races again. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! Shit. So you crash into the car, right? Explode into bricks, 
you can pick it up and build better engines for your cars mid-race. Uh, oh, <laughs> I mean the 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 second Lego Racers game, if I remember correctly, has the the gunship thing where you get to build your own car. So this is just one step over. Roses are red, violets are blue. Batman finished one two. Because <laughs> you gotta have your crossover characters. Uh, with QuakeCon this weekend, we have gotten some surprise news. Uh, Doom 1, 2, and 3 were available on the eShop briefly before appearing. Mm. One of us here is very happy about this. <laughs> Lifelong Doom fan. <laughs> Especially because you don't, apparently you don't have to buy them all in one bundle. Previously, they were bundled together in the Doom BFG edition on PS3. And now it's separate, so... And now it's separate, and it has four-player co-op, and I assume deathmatch as well. Fuck well, yeah, I'm going I assume if it's the same port as the BFG edition, then it will have deathmatch. I'm... I'm gonna make a wild assumption that that's the case. Uh, yeah, uh, I assume they're gonna announce it at QuakeCon, so fingers crossed, guys. By the time you listen to this, we would have found out already. In which case, uh, this is my happy face. And in case it wasn't, this is my disappointed face. So, which leads us to our final news story. Who wants to read oh, this boy. off? Because this is, this is a gold mine of a headline. Hold on. Alright, GTA 5 launches uh, oh, launches Casino, uh, casino DLC. DLC. Mm-hmm. Immediately gets bans in 50 countries. What about mm-hmm. us? Even us. Even <laughs> GTA Online <laughs> Casino DLC launch immediately banned in 50 countries, including Malaysia. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I keep getting promoted tweets about the GTA 5 DLC. Like, keeps showing up. And my first thought is just like, holy shit, this is the most brazenly greedy thing you can do. Like, actually, like, actually just being a virtual casino. We get way more emails about, like, shady casinos that are probably better use of your time than this. <laughs> Yeah, so GTA 5, like after being the most profitable game ever, they just they couldn't keep it in the pants. Just went, we're gonna add a casino now. They want all the money, they not want some all the money. money. They want all the money. You know, what the worst part is I'm pretty sure inflation in GTA Online is still so bad that you could win big and still not afford anything. Yeah, pretty much. Because, like, I think I saw some gameplay. The highest you can win is 250,000. Yeah, I didn't buy shit. Yeah, that's... Which, which you can't even buy a car. <laughs> yeah. I remember, like, back when I was playing GTA Online, my goal was to earn 100,000 a day. Mm-hmm. And I was not able to buy shit. The most I could do was pay the insurance for when my car got wrecked. That's how bad the economy is. Yeah. The, the fact it's that it immediately gets banned is the most hilarious thing, though. Uh, can, do you guys know what 
the extent of the ban is in terms of is it just the mini games or how? Um, I, I assume the... it's yeah. I I I assume it, it. We probably just cannot download the casino DLC. No, no, you, you download, it downloads because there's like new cars and all for the test. Let me just check the, the Reddit post. Because in Red Dead Online, so the... also had, uh, when they move out of beta, they also added like poker card games as well, where you can bet money. And that was the first time we saw like certain, uh, certain countries do not have access to that mini game. So if you go into a poker table... If in in the countries that are affected by the law, you just get to see people playing poker, the NPCs only. Mm. Uh, so okay, so here's the list from GTA. Uh, what Reddit's GTA Online's already. So like countries in Cambodia, which is gambling is illegal there, but uh, mm-hmm. they cannot play anything. All right, Cayman Islands. Uh, they have illegally banned uh, online casinos. Which technically these are these mm-hmm. online casinos. I think my most favorite is uh, this one from Portugal. They need to uh, they need to have a license from the government. So te- because this is technically gambling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, my, mm-hmm. Okay, so my favorite is Thailand. Everything is banned. Control horse racing. <laughs> That's why like, you, you can bet on the horses. <laughs> nah, you know, Thailand, you, you mad lads, I swear. So that means okay, so Kotaku has Kotaku seems to have described this a bit better. Mm. Players in Iceland, Iran, Peru, and Vietnam say they can't access a lot of the casino, reporting that they could enter the building, interact with other players, and buy a penthouse, but could not virtually gamble. When they try, an oh, error message appears saying this feature is not available for you. Yeah, that sounds mm. like the Red Dead Online thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thailand, though. <laughs> Thailand, though. Everything is banned. Except horse racing. Horse racing yeah, is all you still embedded in, in, in their community. So it gets a free pass. But that's the thing about uh, GTA Online. Because you have only one currency. And that currency yeah, can be bought with real money. And now you put a casino on there where you can use your fake money which you can buy with real money and now mm-hmm. it's literally gambling yep it's uh, actually gambling literally gambling for fake money yes yeah it's the that's word. the thing you can cash out here's, here's the here's my favorite thing though is so it's to put it in real life terms it's like you go to a casino you buy poker chips right you gamble for more poker you gamble for more chips, but you can't cash out the chips. Oh, you can't cash out. It's like, better better return the chips, so you can play another game. Wait, like, let me see. You cannot cash out even in virtual currency you got. No, no, oh, you, no, you, you can't cash out in virtual it currency. It turns into GTA bucks, but I'm saying like, oh, I'm explaining to... Yeah, you no, can't cash it out into into real bucks. No, because the, uh, the first connection, again, the G, you can buy GTA money with real money. And then, this, I think this set... I think this is the first time that I finally figure out why most games that do like uh, microtransaction stuff, they do two different currencies, one premium, one normal, because they want to avoid things like this. Uh, it's also just to, to make you feel like you've accomplished something. Like I have so much gold in Hong Kong Impact, that that money is worthless. 
<laughs> yeah, but let's say like things like, oh, how can we circumvent gambling? Okay, we have another currency that is not touching here. Yeah, that's yeah. that's also definitely. Wait, I'm just thinking like Dead or Alive had a well, but you couldn't buy. I don't think you could buy Dead or Alive Extreme Bucks with money. So I think that's now they just sell DLCs. Straight yeah, out, they straight out the sale costumes. Mhm, mhm. Marie Rose has very muscular shoulders from carrying the the entire Dead or Alive franchise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, fucking hey, man, the most brazenly tone deaf thing. Like everyone's arguing, like loot boxes, gambling. No, not gambling. Surprise mechanics. Here's actual okay. gambling, though. Rosta, <laughs> like, nah, this is real gambling. <laughs> hold my beer. Thing is, the weird thing is, I re- I actually don't mind seeing gambling being added as a feature in this game, but due to the context we live right now, this is a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, if you uh, couldn't buy GTA bucks with real money, I'd love for for a casino. I feel like that's the most GTA thing you could do. Yeah, and the fact that you. The the bit the whole bit is that the you can see the casino like for what? How many years already? Five? five years. Six? Oh, five years. Haven't opened until now. So it out uh, like out in the vacuum, this is be a good added feature to GTA Online, which is still being updated. Well of course it's mm-hmm. being updated because it keeps on getting money, making money, so Yeah, here's new here's a new expensive car you can't uh, so that's GT online or I I guess unless anyone else wants to add something. Yeah, I just want to add something like imagine if this is put in a single player, I think you wouldn't be banned as bad as this one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because it's a contain system. Mm, yeah, just... the, the problem is because real money is involved. Mm. Like, uh, I don't know, of course people are going to complain about it. I, I was already reading the comments because Kotaku's comments always a gold mine. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, uh, at least Rockstar is biting to the law. <laughs> Ironically enough. Yeah, they haven't put out a message saying, tell your local representative that you want gambling in your game. They were like, nah, okay, it's okay. <laughs> oh yeah, about Malaysia, how, how, to, to what extent is the ban? No, as I said, um, because I remember No one's seeing... mentioning Malaysia, so you'd have to check like r slash GTA yeah. Malaysia or whatever. Uh, uh, I saw uh, my brother gambling. Uh, <laughs> he played roulette. That, that's the problem. There's some players can play because uh, our, our previous guest, uh, Toka, uh-huh. He was playing GTA online and he can gamble as well. So, but I've seen some in PS4 Malaysia gang tally gamble. Wait, maybe what? it's the account or maybe it's the region for their game. That's weird huh. and conflicting. Yeah, no, but then I, I, I'll trust Toka and my brother rather than PS4 Malaysia gang. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> because I guess those guys at Facebook, they're just reporting on the things they saw online rather than from experience. Yeah. Mm. No, I well, saw I buying... a roulette being <laughs> being thrown around. <laughs> this my brother is playing uh... it online still. Dude, I, I this side tangent. I love roulette. 
I love roulette because you get more money for more speci- the more specific you are. Like, there's something, like, weirdly fun about that. Such a great analogy for shit. But yeah, man. Twenty-one. Anyway, oh, yeah, Black, Blackjack and roulette are, like, crack for me. It, I should point out, if you haven't guessed by all the gacha games and, and shit... And my adoration of roulette, like I, I am a person with an addictive personality. Like I do like gambling and and shit in games, so I am very like I keep my ear pressed for this kind of stuff. So yeah, this this sounds this sounds so bad, guys. It's so bad. <laughs> weak, weak. Uh, this one, I'm telling you, your game, your idea is. About gambling is bad, and you know that. <laughs> and on that disappointment note, disappointing note, we have a podcast. That's a podcast, Ooh. yeah. So, so, uh, thumbnail time. Thumbnail time, yeah. Gambling. Um, <laughs> I'll just oh, put a roulette this... table. Yeah, yeah, it's a casino, and then instead of a horse racing thing, it's the cage match, the... Oh, between Kevin Pitchford and Kevin Pitchford. versus Cage. Oh my god, their names are already objects. I put mm. a literal pitchfork. Ah, and the the cage. cage versus the cage. <laughs> oh my god, pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. <laughs> Okay, boxing cage in a casino, a pitch, uh, pitch fog in a cage. What else? Uh, I'm I'm looking back. Yo yo, and this guy, he's a Thailand prime minister. He must do something. Um, what? No, don't, no, we don't add Thailand shit. I don't want to get arrested. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> At, at him on somebody racing a horse or something. Like, horse roulette is fine. <laughs> Anything else is bad. Oh. I see if you can squeeze in horses or not. No getting... Uh, horses. Marika, Marika. That's, that's not bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, at worst, they'll think that we're talking about Old Town Road. Ah, uh. uh, yes. Out of context. Yeah, but stay away from real Thai people because, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like for that to not be the thing that puts me in jail. But you know, <laughs> so much more I could go to jail for. But no Thai people yeah, on the thumbnail. Don't worry, you guys yeah. just say. <laughs> ah. Uh, and uh, hmm, well. What else can we... Oh, we have to have the Iram quote. The it cheap though. It cheap though. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, okay. We sounds like we have a thumbnail. Probably and <laughs> probably we'll we'll find something. We'll find something. Okay, your social links um... and anything you need to promote. Wham. So follow me on Twitter at Wamerol. Or give me money on Patreon, patreon.com slash Wamerol. I'm also on Facebook, Cruise Crusader Wamerol. Next month, I'm going to be at AMG, booth B16. Uh, in the coming weeks, I will probably post up some merch that I'm going to be selling. 
Because right now, it doesn't exist yet because I spent the past few days playing fucking Detroit. Um, <laughs> hopefully, stay tuned for the Blood Bowl Death Zone review. That should be going up, assuming I can get the tech priests to look at why this is... why the site is not letting me do my shit. Um, I think that's that's about it. Uh, Daniel? Now you can follow me on Twitter at Flaky, F-L-4-K-Y. This weekend, we are going to see Hatsune Miku battle out with uh, Saber in the Spa 24 Hours. Oh yeah, I forgot! Oh, let me know about that. Well, okay, so, what, the, the, the other one is what? The pro... pro how do you pronounce a it? Trigger, a new, one of the Trigger's new enemies, I guess. Promare? Oh, oh yeah. Ah, Promare. Yeah. There's also a Promare car on there. Oh shit! The, yeah. It's the enemy trifecta. Hmm. Tapi it's more or less just the battle between Saber and Miku on a Mercedes AMG, by the way. Just to <laughs> just to put it full circle. So, it's all on YouTube at uh, just has just uh Google it hashtag Spa Twenty Four. You will see probably the highlights. I guess it's gonna be a very nice race. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, as for my social, please be con- please be mindful and be wary of wherever you are, whatever you're doing. If you are following me on Twitter at Nugget Kohai or uh, yeah, yeah, that's my that's the only uh, that's the only mm-hmm. thing. Just be wary every time you open your Twitter. Once you follow me, be careful. Cat girls, titties, uh, <laughs> cat titties, and ooh, I, I can't say much, but. That, that's like that, that, <laughs> that gives me motivation and put me through on the next day, you know. But we yeah. have a tombstone quote right there. Inject my cat make me live one more day. Inject my cat lady titties <laughs> for another day to live. <laughs> oh, um, Mac, before we give you a social link, because we always end it right after your. One more thing. Happy Evo, guys. Evo's next week. Ooh. Oh, shoot. Okay, we'll, we'll do the post-Evo report then. And yeah, yeah. I... next episode, there's going to be post-Evo. And I have been Amiru Macronos Ashraf. And you can expect more content coming on GameMatters.com. As mentioned before, Blood Bowl Death Zones reviews coming up. There's yeah. also for another laptop again. Another laptop is for the Acer Predator Helios 300 2019 version. Apparently, we have to yeah. do that because I think laptops are also doing the same name, and now we have to specify the year because everything's everything's like that now. They like the Office free. Be careful. <laughs> the Novo Shield versus versus Acer Shield. On on the topic on Lenovo, the the, 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 the Lenovo Y uh, Legion Y five forty review is also up. So that's a good one too. And also we're gonna be at Acer Day. Uh speaking of shilling for Acer. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh we are going to do an Acer report next episode. So hopefully either K pop idols uh Destiny Man. I want wrestling. Please, Acer. Oh please, my mate. Yes, yes. Please have wrestling. <laughs> my son, I can suplex over there. Pay per view. Pay good money for that. 
I'm just imagining the what's this? What's their brand called? Predator. Yeah, the Predator. Totally not a Destiny Guardian. Elbow droppings. <laughs> a real Predator. <laughs> Jerry the Predator. Oh my God! This has been a lot of talking with this podcast. Thanks for listening. Get the fuck out. Uh, Alright, I'm bummed. Cool. Sakit bumper. Ah, eh, lemos. Jalope. Jalope.